Watching from the Shadows. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, friends. We are moving on today in Luke chapter 23. Today we're looking at verses 44 through 49. And um, this is the passage where Luke accounts the death of Jesus. And uh, these are moving words. And there are some interesting things that happen in this passage. Um, This is not a normal moment. Um, This is not how the earth normally behaves, and it's so very interesting uh, that these events were recorded, and this is how uh, Luke uh, is accounting um, this event. Now, whether he was an eyewitness or whether he was taking source material uh, to um, account these moments in his gospel, um, what happened at the moment of Jesus' death uh, was an interesting sight. And we discover as we go on in the passage today um, that the people who knew Jesus were there watching. Um, and Luke tells us they stood at a distance. And I think there's something significant about that. But uh, before we um, get into um, mining the content of this passage and looking for insights that we can apply. Let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, um, we're at the point in the story today, Lord, where uh, it breaks our hearts. Uh, Jesus dies for us. And we don't take that lightly. Um, we know that this sacrifice cost you everything. And it cost us little. <laughs> Because he took on the wrath and the punishment and the death that should be ours because of sin. And we give you thanks, Lord God, that you sent your son to die for us. And we remember his death every time we break bread and drink of the cup. Um, We remember his body being broken and his blood being shed for us. And uh, we're so very grateful for the grace of the cross It is what secures our forgiveness and salvation, Um, but we're grateful even more for the resurrection, which secures our future hope uh, as members of your eternal kingdom, which secures our victory over death because of his victory over death, which secures our full healing and restoration uh, in our resurrected bodies. And so, Lord, we give you thanks Uh, this moment. Uh, though it breaks our hearts, is a moment of triumph because these things had to happen for the curse of sin to be broken in our lives. And we give you thanks for that. Teach us, we pray, Lord God, as we read your word today. In your name, amen. This is Luke twenty three forty four through 49. It was now about noon, and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. For the sun stopped shining. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. When he had said this, he breathed his last. The centurion, seeing what had happened, praised God and said, Surely this was a righteous man. When all the people who had gathered to witness this sight saw what took place, they beat their breasts and went away. But all those who knew him, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, 
stood at a distance watching these things. So Luke tells us uh, the scene is now set. It's about noon. And Luke says darkness came over the whole land for three hours. And um, only God could (laughs) make things go dark between noon and three. Uh, You wonder if storm clouds rolled in at that time. And, And we know that God is in control of Uh, all aspects of our lives here, including he has absolute control over nature. And if God wants to make darkness roll in for three hours, God can make darkness roll in for three hours. says the sun stopped shining. Then in verse 45, it says the curtain of the temple was torn in two. That should have been a massive sign to the Jewish onlookers, especially the religious leaders and teachers of the law. When that curtain tore in the temple, what God was saying is that the separation between sinful men and women and God's presence was now over. The curse of sin was broken, and human beings walking in the redemption of Christ now had access to the very presence of God. That's a big deal. In the Jewish system of atonement, in the Jewish system of relating to God, only the high priests could go into the Holy of Holies and only at very limited specific times. And what happened in there, the sacrifice for atonement made in the presence of Holy God and the, and the Holy of Holies um, was done behind the curtain. Only the high priest saw what was going on and they even made provision for bringing the high priest's body out in the event that the high priest in the presence of God's holiness uh, uh, fell to his death. They would tie a rope around his ankle so they could pull him out of the Holy of Holies and no one else would break that law by going in in the event that the high priest should die while performing this sacrifice. But in the moment of Jesus' death, um, we are told that the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Access to God's holy presence was now made available through the grace of the cross. And we are beneficiaries of that access. And the writer of Hebrews reminds us that we can approach the throne of grace with confidence because of what Jesus did for us. That is such good news, my friends. That is such good news. And in that moment, Jesus, we're told, called out in a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And Luke says when he had said this, he breathed his last So in verse 46, we see that Jesus has now died. And then Luke goes on to tell us about the onlookers. One of them was the Roman centurion who was present during his death. And seeing what had happened to Jesus, he cries out, praises to God, and says, Surely this was a righteous man. In that moment, his blinders were lifted off, and the Holy Spirit revealed to him who Jesus was. And then we're told in 48, when all the people who had gathered to witness this sight saw what took place, that would be the religious leaders, the scoffers, the mockers, they beat their breasts and went away, thinking they were victorious. Jesus was out of their hair now. See, he was just human like the rest of us. He couldn't even save himself from this cross of death. It was all a hoax. (laughs) He might have been a healer, he might have been a prophet, but he was no messiah. And they went away proud, beating their breasts, thinking they had accomplished this great victory of 
getting Jesus out of the way. 49 tells us that those who knew him, his disciples, his other followers, those who had gone around watching him from place to place, listening to him teach, watching him heal the broken, probably bringing some of their own broken friends to the feet of Jesus for healing. They watched, standing at a distance. They saw it all happen. They're standing in the shadows. They're depressed. They're brokenhearted. They're crushed of spirit. They didn't understand what Jesus was saying the whole way along that uh, his earthly ministry would give way to his death. And they didn't, they didn't envision a Messiah who would die for them. They envisioned a Messiah who would take charge, who would take the reins of political authority, who would reestablish them as a power broker in the world. And so a Messiah who would die for them was not on their radar. And so they stood at a distance, confused and broken, not sure what all of this meant. But they knew that some powerful things had happened that day. And they had to be curious what was coming next. At the same time, their dear friend Jesus was now no longer. And I'm sure their hearts were broken with sorrow, as I'm sure we can imagine. So my friends, Luke kind of leaves us hanging here. And tomorrow we'll pick up with the account of Jesus' burial. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen and study. And I pray God would continue to impress these things on your heart as you consider them today. God bless.